tuning in to the online broadcast network, AfterBuzz TV. Over 20 million weekly downloads in over 150 countries and your number one source for after-show entertainment. AfterBuzz TV, the destination for TV superfans. Producing aftershows for over 300 of your favorite TV shows. Interviewing celebrities and showrunners. And bringing you behind-the-scenes exclusives. All thanks to E! Entertainment's Maria Menounos, producer Kevin Undergaro, and internet leader Akamai. Now, let the buzz begin! Welcome back, everybody, back to After Buzz TV's Parenthood After Show. Happy holidays, everyone. I hope you all yeah. had a nice, fun, safe break and great holidays. We are here doing Season 6, Episode 10. Oh, How did we get here? What an episode. What an episode to come back to. Right? For sure. Oh, my goodness. I'm your host, Marissa Serafini. Joining me, I have... Hey y'all, I'm April with some ham. Hey guys, I'm Kelly Knezovich. Oh my goodness, we only have three more episodes left, but we'll get to that. But just okay. listening to this theme song, it's almost over. Nice. Great way to finish it. Overall, really quickly, what were your thoughts? Kelly, we'll start with you. Tearjerker. Obviously. I mean, it is every episode. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just chills, first second in. Um, I really did like the family dynamic. I thought everyone came together really well and. It worked. I was happy. It did. For me, it was such a roller coaster. There were, t- I feel like I was like grinning from ear to ear sometimes and then literally crying other yeah. times. So just like one second, I'm like, oh, this is the best thing ever. And then the next, it's the worst. I feel like everything is happening in a positive light for everyone that is not Zeke. Yeah. Exactly. What do you think? Relationship wise, I think everyone's getting back together and, and yes. marriage proposals and cool things like that. Yeah, individually, it seems like life is still moving on. Yeah. <laughs> but, and we will definitely get into it. Overall, I really love this episode, how they started it, how they ended it, everything in between. I ended and like, we'll get to it. But, <laughs> That, I, just, I loved how they we got into the episode. Just the there was no audio. You mm-hmm. could just see every single Braverman just receiving the news and trying to go and go to the hospital. How it was shot. It was beautiful mm-hmm. slow mo. Everyone's reactions and where they were and in their lives and just mm-hmm. all coming together at the hospital. Yeah. The direction of that scene was amazing. Um, I'm not sure. I didn't look at, to see who directed the episode, but it was really good. It just was. I mean, they always make you feel stuff that you kind of don't know you can feel, but that especially was a really moving part of the episode to me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Kelly, yeah. what did you I think thought so, that? too. It was so funny. We, were, uh, April and I were watching it, and of course when we find Joel and Julia in bed together, we're yes. like, oh my gosh, she freaked out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, did, I, didn't, I didn't see that coming Yeah, from I, the I last was, episode. I was very happy. I wrote that down. I was like, ah, oh, they're together. They were really they, together. I thought they just like made out, yeah. and then that was it. Well, she oh, you knew very... that was leading into a uh, night. Sure. But, but it was such a quick turnaround, though. Yeah, especially because this is in, in parenthood time and still the same night. That mm-hmm. all this is going down. This whole timeline, though, really confuses me. I mean, Amber is ready to pop. I'm so lost. I thought she was like five or six months, mo- seven months. Technically, she's like six months right now. 
Or she is six months. But she definitely looks bigger than they made her look in the last episode. Yeah. That's exactly what I thought. I was going to ask you. I was like, it looks like she's bigger, bigger, even though it's in the same night. It's been six weeks for us, the audience, in real mm-hmm. time, but not so much in the show. Yeah. So I think that was just the visual trickery that Parenthood is trying to do to maybe push mm-hmm. and expedite her pregnancy just so we can see, because it is the final season in the last few episodes, just so the audience could see the baby coming. Yeah. yeah. So they're going to push it a little bit faster than what it really I is. I wonder when, I wonder what episode it'll be that we'll see the baby come. If they're going to wait to the finale or if it's going to be, ne- probably not next week, the preview didn't show anything. No, no. I don't know. I'm saying for, for the sake of the show, probably the finale, because yeah. that's a big story yeah. to happen down in a big episode. But, you know, we'll start with Joel and Julia, though. Yeah. We see them. <laughs> Y'all love how you look at me yes. right now. We see them together in bed, and but what did we think of Joel just being there at the hospital, being so supportive? Angel. I, I showed her right before we started. I literally wrote Joel equals angel. Because it's just the way he does everything, the way he like acts, and Julia looked so happy whenever he showed up at the hospital. Shocked, and, and then happy. Exactly. Yeah. And he just has that way of making everyone feel really, really good. And mm-hmm. Julia kind of needs that type of person in her life. And he really, he, I mean, obviously Joel has had his stuff in the past, but Slate is wiped clean for me. He's just, he, literally, he's an angel. They're, yeah. an, they're an angel <laughs> couple. Team Julia. Yeah, a little bit, maybe. Yes, Kelly. Yeah, I thought he really stepped up to the plate. I thought, honestly, every uh, spouse or, like, Hank in this situation, or I guess you would consider yeah. um, Joel as well. But I think everyone really stepped up to the plate this episode. And um, Joel did things that I was shocked by, bringing the coffee when... You know, I feel like he constantly asks Julia for permission to do something. Um, or he may not, he may not take the action and take the lead because I feel like Julia kind of does a lot of times in the relationship. Um, but the fact that he just went out of his way to go get everyone coffee and he was so thoughtful, very yeah. thoughtful. And he's like, I'm going to stay here with you. And he went to go see Zeke with Julia, which obviously is very hard, but, um, I thought that was I uh, so proud of him. <laughs> yeah. And you mentioned that you see it seems like Joel needs to ask for permission, but if you think about it, Joel was the one who removed himself from the Braverman. So to get back into the Braverman storyline and just being there for the family, yes, I can understand from his point of view that mm-hmm. he has to, you know, not to overstep his boundaries that, you know, he's just there for support. Mm -hmm. And to ask is just the genuine way of, if you need anything, I'm here for you. And I really liked Joel. He was such a great guy and just, not just a great husband, but just a guy in person to be there for his family. He is a braver man. Mm -hmm. He is a braver man. He is. Joel Graham. He Braverman. might not have the last name. Yeah, Dash yes. Braverman. Hyphen Braverman. <laughs> but, like, even when he brought the coffee, did you see Julia's face? She just lit up. She did. Pure happiness. And then mm-hmm. later on in the episode, when they go in to see Zeke, and we'll talk about Zeke, um, that even Ju- Julia was like, he's my husband. Mm-hmm. So, just that mentality that now, again, are they going to get divorced? No, no. No way. But, no. see, I was still shocked that he... He did, you know, he's, he figured out everything with the kids. He had the kids taken care of. He wasn't 
oh, I don't know where the kids are. I just left them at home. I mean, he had <laughs> he had a plan and he had specific things worked out. And I thought that was I think Julia was Ju- Julia Julia was very <laughs> shocked um, by his actions, and I thought he did really well. But that's so Joel to me, though, to have everything planned and to have it all worked out because he's just he's one of those guys who you're like, how do you exist? Because he just seems to kind of always have it together and he just always knows what to do. He's the kind of guy that you definitely want like with you when you're going through something rough. And we've seen him even in past seasons, you know, he's really he's always been such a good support system for everyone. But I think the thing that I liked about him most and the thing that I that I think he's changed the most with is that he's really like stepping up to the plate. Yeah. And just like you said, normally he has to ask or normally he would ask and of course there are reasons why you would ask, but I liked to see, I liked seeing him taking more initiative Very and just proactive. kind of just, I'm going to go for it, and I know this is what they need, so let me do it. Yeah, love it. Yeah, and even Joel's great actions even attracted the attention of Hank. Yeah, and it made him have the <laughs> self realization of where he stands in the Braverman family. What do we think of Hank and how he's stepping in and trying to be that father parental figure to? Um, Drew. And we're gonna to Drew when Drew's car broke down and he had to go help him. And what do we think of Hank in this whole situation? Hank tonight, I felt like I was, I feel like I've been the Grinch against Hank this season, and that my heart grew like three times for him tonight <laughs> because just seeing him. I feel like the hardest part, and we've seen it with old Ruby, um, for kids who have divorced parents, is getting to know a future possible stepmom or stepdad. And to see him responding the way that he did to everything and just like being, you know, he really wants to help. And this is something that's so out of character for him. And it's tough for him to be like, well, just let me do something. And, you know, you could clearly see that his feelings were kind of hurt because everyone else was just there. And the fact that he was so into being a part of the family, even though technically he's not a part of the family, was huge. And that he was just at least trying so hard with Drew, but was able to be like, okay, you don't want to talk, totally fine, you know, in his Mm -hmm. awkward little way. I thought he had some great words of advice for Drew in the car. I mean, I feel like it's in Hank's manner, and he even addressed it himself in the car, that he's like, I'm fine without talking, I don't mind not talking, because he doesn't talk. I mean, he is probably better off without communicating, Mm -hmm. Um, but I thought that he was trying really hard with Drew to make him feel comfortable and... And Hank definitely stepped outside his normal nature, I guess. He, yeah. um, he, I was blown away by his actions tonight. Yeah. tonight. Were you happy at the fact that Hank, uh, Hank proposes to Sarah? Did not see that coming. Um, until right before I was like, oh my gosh, she's gonna propose. Yeah, but, but I, the whole episode, I was not thinking that he was gonna ask her. Obviously, wrong timing. Um, wrong weird timing. place, like yeah. he mentioned as well. Um, but I, I like it. I it, like it. I liked it too, cause it was, even though the whole, everything else that was going down at the same time, timing was not great on yeah. Hank's part. But where he was coming from, it was sweet and endearing. And mm-hmm. this is like his realization of how much he wants to be part of Sarah's life and part of the Braverman family. That, and having Hank even open up and like having these few words come out and having him that realization, yes, I just want to be married to you and I want you in my life this whole time. That says a lot for it. 
Hank and just talking about it and because he's not a communicator. Mm-hmm. And now a whole year later, two years later, for how long we've known Hank, he's saying all these emotions that was so hard for him yeah. for his character at the beginning. Mm-hmm. I honestly, during the proposal, I was like, this is not happening. Even though I did like grow to have that love for Hank tonight, I was still like, no, this is so bad. Like the awkwardness was just too much for me. But then the second, you know, Sarah was like, let's talk about it, whatever. And she walked away. And then he says to the nurse, uh, I just proposed. I just, and you could see like genuine, real happiness yeah. in him. That's the second that I was completely like turned over. I was like, oh, because it wasn't like, it was tough for me to be like, I can't tell if she's really happy or if she's just like, this is so weird right now. Um, but then the second he, did he said that to the nurse? I was like, no, this is real. This is something that he wants to get, wants to get get into, and mm-hmm. isn't just like being overly emotional with an overly emotional situation, which he's normally never good at anyway. So yeah, I didn't really sense any awkwardness. Um, I do think it was a very weird place, like he mentioned, um, and like we've t- talked about too. I. I just don't think it was very awkward. I thought Sarah was blown away, as I'm pretty sure all of uh, all of we were. Um, <laughs> but I think I uh, I feel like she was happy. I think yeah. she, I, I'm just an awkward person, so therefore I think everything else is awkward. okay. That's probably see. The I the whole if that was so, you in that I'd situation. Be like, what? Yeah. Well, I definitely wouldn't want that. But um, <laughs> yeah. I I think that she was really happy because I don't think she expected it, and I think it definitely. I mean, she was kind of like, oh, what? Like it took her a while to understand and realize what was going on. But I think ultimately, when she's like, let's talk about it later. Let's you know, let's talk. It was really. Let's talk about our future together later after mm-hmm. <laughs> everything is yeah, done at the hospital. We right. still have to deal with Zeke. Yeah. Um, exactly, because when I it didn't feel like the less talk about it was a no. Yeah, yeah. I Because and we even not. saw from last episode that Sarah did tell Hank she is happy mm-hmm. and happy with him yeah. and where she is in life. So I think they're going to get married. I think they will, too. Do you think that'll be in the finale? That might. I mean, that might. We're going to have to have, like, a three-hour finale at this point. <laughs> um one thing about Hank that I really liked tonight, or actually one of my favorite parts of the episode, was when Hank and Drew, or when Drew approached Hank and was saying, thank you, you know, you'd have to do that. I didn't mean the whole, like, loser comment earlier. And um he s- says something about, he's like, you don't know that my dad's going to be okay. Or, you know, I, I just mm-hmm. messed up and I said, you know, I told uh, my grandma about the trip that he was trying to plan for mm-hmm. him. And it was so... Uh, kind of insightful, and I feel like people don't really say this, you know, in this situation, but he's like, no, 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 no. If, you know, I have a daughter, and if she ever did something bad to me, if she ever said she hated me, which she has, I wouldn't think of that whatsoever. And it was so, like, to to hear, like, really good advice in such a hard time and something that I felt like made Drew legitimately feel a lot better that mm-hmm. made me I was really proud of Hank for that because even I was I always think like what do you say in that situation I mean there's nothing to say in that sort of situation that can really make someone feel better yeah. but I feel like that definitely was a good insightful thing for him to share with Drew and another thing that made me on team Hank <laughs> yeah and I really loved Hank in this episode because having these little conversations with Drew and it wasn't, notice it wasn't Zeke. It was Hank being the fatherly figure because it's always been Zeke being the fatherly figure mm-hmm. to Drew. And now Zeke is kind of, you know, doing his, we'll get to Zeke. His thing. But, uh, <laughs> and, you know, Z- Zeke is kind of out of the picture right now. But 
Hank is the one stepping up and being the father. So this is just a glimpse into the future of what the you know having the father son relationship would be between Hank and Zeke mm-hmm. and, and and Drew, mm-hmm. which I really liked, and you know the audience got to see that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. good thing to see. Yeah, and our our boys are uh, the Braverman boys are having some trouble tonight in oh, this episode. Guys. Poor Crosby and. Goodness, all these names. No, no. I'm, I'm, I'm losing in it See, tonight. As, as, I'm just so emotional. <laughs> At, yes, Adam and Crosby. The the luncheon night gets broken into. Yeah. As much as y'all are like, you love Joel so much. <laughs> I love Crosby. Like he is my boy, and I, I just relate to him a lot. I guess I guess that's bad because he's like the crazy character. But um, <laughs> anyway, I I mean they literally just can't catch a break, and I kind of. I was kind of like feeling the situation and knew that this is what it was going to come down to. Um, but I'm actually semi surprised that after it all, you know, they find out they're going to get a big insurance check and everything instead of a small one. I was actually kind of surprised that Crosby still wanted to go for it because I thought he was just over it at this point. But I'm, I'm happy that he still decided to go for it. I thought after the conversation that he had with Jasmine in the lot, parking garden lot, outside, yeah. Yeah. whatever it was, um, I, I thought that he was ready to, to well, what did they say like sell out or cash, like, out. cash, cash out? Yeah, yeah. Cash I out. thought that he was ready to you know start over and and just start new and get that money and everything. I mean, didn't he have that conversation with Adam about I'm going to buy a Lamborghini? And mm-hmm. but then he yeah. went, he totally flipped it and it was like, you know what, I want to keep going with the lunch. And I didn't see that coming. I was yeah. shocked. I, you know, I kind of did see it coming. Did you? Because. Again, when big decisions like that, one unfortunate when having, you know, robbery take place for a business and you get that insurance and like up front, you're going to think of other options in order to just, again, dissolve a, a, you know, or leave something that you love. But you, you have to explore every option. And then when Adam and Crosby are talking in the bar about their, their dream cars and whatnot, that this the discussion that they're going to do whatever it takes for their dream Mm -hmm. and the luncheonette was crosby's dream and i know you you don't give up on your dreams especially for crosby he's such a strong ideal person and he's going to work hard for his dreams he's not going to just let one robbery or one bad year Mm -hmm. stop all that exactly but he did say that he was very stressed out and he doesn't want to be stressed out anymore that's the only that's the only reason why i think throughout the season i've kind of been thinking oh if something were to happen i bet crosby's gonna just end up giving up because we've seen him go through a lot of turmoil yeah. this season. Um but then after whenever they had the talk, that's when I was like, no, I feel like he's still gonna go for it. And I mean I like the fact that he's gonna go for it. And maybe it's the wrong decision, but I think that it's very Crosby. He's it's not he definitely doesn't give up on anything. He's not, you know, he's remaining surprisingly positive about his dad. I feel like he had a little moment with Jasmine, but he's pretty positive in comparison to some of the others, I guess. And I'm just, I'm proud that he's not going to give up or not willing to give up so easily just because some vandals robbed him. Yeah. Yeah. I don't (laughs) know. I don't know how I feel. I feel like they just, they've kind of, the luncheon has been going downhill and um, I feel like this is kind of a sign that they should maybe stop. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I see it from the you know a, a show standpoint because if you think about it, whole last season was the whole decision of giving up the house. That was a humongous yeah. 
rock-solid thing that kept everyone together in the Braverman family. They got rid of that, and then they moved on. And then also, I, I wasn't against not selling the luncheon. I was like, it, it wouldn't be past me if they did actually sell it because it's just another thing you move on from. Mm-hmm. But going off of that conversation they were having about dreams, they're not going to give that up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We already gave up the house. We can't give up Luncheonette. Exactly. So we'll see in the final episode that the Luncheonette is going <laughs> to like score some major record deal with like Adam Levine or someone, and they're Probably. just going to it's going to they're going to make millions of dollars. Yeah, how it's going to end. Mm-hmm. Definitely. <laughs> yeah, exactly. They're they're always going to be working. Yeah. So all right, we'll get into Zeke now. The the big big story of this whole episode you know we saw from the cliffhanger of last episode zeke is having a heart attack he's getting rushed to the ambulance and now they're at the hospital everyone's there and his heart he had another heart attack Mm -hmm. and he's in very very critical condition right now and he they're exploring the options he has to go back in actual operation but they're worried that if he goes back in he's not strong enough to make it Mm -hmm. and and pull through but and then he has another heart attack on top of that. Exactly. So he's already having two heart attacks in one night. So he's really not in good, but he keeps pulling through. Mm-hmm. And he's getting he's stable right now. What do we think of this whole situation with Zeke? Do you think Zeke is going to go through the operation? What do you think? Um I don't think so. I think he's going to come to terms with the fact that he's weak, weaker, um, and he's just going to, I think, appreciate the time that he has left and then call it a day. Mm. Mm. I, first things first, Bonnie Bedelia is oh, the most gosh. beautiful person on earth. With, with Like the scene with her where she had no makeup and had been crying, I'm like, you were, she is, she's gorgeous beyond. But, um... I honestly, I can't even give an answer on it because I don't know what I think. There is, there's half of me that thinks the same thing that you do. And then there is the other half of me that thinks that maybe like Amber has her baby and he sees other things kind of in the same scene where he saw all the kids up dancing and laughing and singing that song that he made for him. And he, so he sees something like that and it's like, I at least want to try. Um, I, I can't, I can't decide. Do you think if he tries that he's gonna? No. I do not think he, if he tries, he will live. Okay. If that's what you were asking. That's what I was no. trying to get it. to. No. What do you think? I, you know, I don't think Zeke is gonna go through the operation. No. Because we even saw his doctor, um, go through and talk to the whole family. And he's like, we're going to lay out a plan, and we're going to explore every option. And what did he say? You know, there's going to be a lot of medical therapy and uh, involved in that. And then it's like they, they're planning ahead, mm-hmm. and you have to take this time to really think it out. And when you when he said that, the doctor said that, I'm like, okay, explore every option, not even taking just like how much your life is going to change if you don't take the operation mm-hmm. and expect what's to be in the future. Yeah. I think the fact that uh, they had, that Zeke and Camille had that conversation about let's be the only one to discuss this, no kids involved, I think that was very telling as well because mm-hmm. I think as parents, you know that your kids want you to survive and want you to live for as long as possible. Um, so I don't think they want to involve their children in the decision-making because I think Zeke is pretty 
uh, not convinced, but I think he's pretty sure that he doesn't want to go through with the operation. Mm -hmm. Right. But see, even at the same time, though, I think it's definitely great that they decided it's just the two of them. It's definitely something that you, you know, your kids can't really understand. um, And it is something that a husband and wife should probably decide together. But at the same time, it's, I almost think of it like, I feel like if I was his kid, I wouldn't want him to go through with the operation because that's a, like, you know, whatever percentage probably won't survive from that. But then if he at least, you know, they don't know how much time he'll have if he doesn't have it. No, but there right. are other ways that maybe he could improve. Obviously things could get a lot worse. You know, they said more heart attacks, blood clots, strokes and everything. And that's but scary yeah. when you don't know when that's going to happen, if it's going to happen. But it's equally as scary, I feel like, as going into an operation not knowing if you're going to wake up. Like, it's right. just one day you know, like, okay, this percentage of me dying right now is this high and surviving is this high. And so yeah. it's kind of like... But at least you have, with that, you have a date. Uh, you know about a date. A specific yeah. date of, I'm going to have my operation Monday, January, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, but with, you know, you don't know when blood clots are going to happen and yeah. heart attacks. and Yeah, and just the risk of not getting that taken care of increases your risk of more things, more complications to come about. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just like heart attacks. If you don't take care of it the first time, like Zeke didn't, mm-hmm. he's more prone to have more. And that's what happened. Yeah. And even the moment, like, that's what kind of scares me about him not having the operation, about like dying so soon, because even just being in the hospital, which obviously he went through a traumatic thing, you know, he had the heart attack at night. And then whenever Joel and Julia are in the room with him, he goes into V-fib and they have to mm. pull out the crash card and he has to get stents put in. It's like, and I guess the stents helped, obviously, so maybe that would buy him more time. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's just, it definitely is, it's too hard not, you know, just laying in bed like, oh, I could have another heart attack right now. Yeah. And, and the thing is, Zeke is up in age, too, because if he was younger and he was even talking to Millie... And he was like, we could just go back to a couple of years and we were younger and energetic and happy and have mm-hmm. that fun that they used to have. Like, everything might have been fine. But now that he is up in age, he doesn't have better chances of healing as well as he could have when he was younger. Yeah. Right. 73 is no spring chicken. Although, <laughs> that man's teeth are those of a 20-year-old. He was, Whenever he was smiling, I'm like, your teeth are amazing. I don't. Maybe they're veneers, but they're so good. Sorry, a little side note right there. I just thought about. about. But um, no, I think it's definitely very telling. Of course, in the moment where they're having the baby shower for Amber, the book, and Camille's like, just you know, time passes by so fast. Please just enjoy this baby. And, you know, that's life's biggest lesson is enjoy or that everyone will tell you, you know, like mm-hmm. enjoy yourself in the moment. It passes by before you know it. And I'm just like, I mean, why don't you just go ahead and throw us the funeral right now? Because pretty much that's what you're giving us. And, and you know what's amazing? Because the our past episodes that we've seen, we always see Zeke have his moment and say some life world advice to one of the Bravermans. And it felt that... Everyone who was giving the advice to Amber, that was advice that Zeke gave to them. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't Zeke, again, it wasn't Zeke giving the advice. It was the rest of the Bravermans. So the audience gets to see the the same advice in the world, you know, get passed from generation to generation without Zeke being there. That's a really good point. I, I haven't thought about, about that. that until now. <laughs> but it's another, like, 
Like Adam doesn't like nail in the coffin, I feel yeah. like. Yeah. That's a bad, a metaphor. bad, bad metaphor. metaphor. <laughs> I know. Especially in this episode. I'm I like, know. no, you could use another that. euphemism for yeah. that. But yeah, and it's like, what did we think of this baby shower? It was so touching. I teared up. I really uh-huh. did. I'm like waving yes. away the tears as I'm watching it. It was, everyone had the perfect advice for themselves to share with her. Yeah. Like it mm-hmm. read just like, I love whenever, um, Adam, Christina is saying, I'm like, Adam and Christina, I have to remember all the names. All these names, yes. I know. Whenever she's like, I don't know what mine's going to sound like, because I was half a bottle, of, half in a bottle of wine. <laughs> so good. Um, but they all had the best advice to share with her. And, you know, just stuff that, just like earlier, a lot of times stuff that people don't think to always say. Of course, everyone says, I'm always here for you and that. But just, you know, the part where they were like, you know, you're such a strong person. I forget who said this. Maybe um, Julia. Jet, okay. Maybe or No, I think Jasmine, Jasmine said it. But, you know, you're such a strong person, but don't ever be too strong to come to all of us. Because ev- obviously every mom is going to have their moments. You know, uh, Christina yeah. said in hers, there are going to be times when you're going to want to, you know, laugh, cry, ride. everything. Yeah, but to not be too strong and to, you know, really lean on the support that's around you. I love that everything that they said is from their own personal experiences with, you know, Christina and the cancer and the Mm -hmm. running for office. Like, all these different, everything that they've experienced and we've watched them experience, it just makes so much sense as to why they said what they said to Amber. Mm Mm-hmm. It's perfect. Yeah, and I loved every single advice that embrace the curveballs, which mm-hmm. baseball reference, thank you, Zeke. Right. And then, you know, do right by yourself, be good role models. Just like every message that parenthood just gives to one Braverman to the next, to all of us audience watchers, just like this is so true and so realistic to life and don't ever give up on your dreams. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you, you take the hits as they come, but you got to get back up. And I love this. You're tear up right <laughs> now, was, Marissa. This show. Oh, this my word. Show, but, and, you know, and, and life is short and cherish the time. And this show is almost over. Three and more episodes. And life is short with this show. I know. But uh, th- that's how the episode ended. And I'm like, oh, how are, how are they going to keep... I, I don't even know. How are they going to keep going? There's There's so much. Yeah, I don't... I don't even know how they're going to... I don't even know. That's, that's, that's <laughs> yeah. what I got. That's see, what I got. <laughs> see, you know Parenthood is doing its job when it literally leaves us speechless at yeah. the end. We are rarely <laughs> speechless ever. I think we started last last uh, ep- when we did our last recap. We but, were just like, uh. <laughs> like what do we say? Yeah. It's uh, Yeah. Great yeah. job. This, great job, Parenthood. This was great. Anything okay. else of this episode that we might have missed? But I don't think so. It was Um, scary. It was emotional. I laughed. I cried. And everything in between. (laughs) Yes, absolutely. They hit every notch every time. Yes. All right. So let's get into some news. After Buzz TV News. April, I believe you have something. Yeah. This isn't as much of news as it is just kind of, you know, another lovely little tidbit from them. But um, there's a Hollywood reporter that came... reporter article that came out a couple of days ago um and basically the reporter just asked every person uh you know what have you learned the most from the show 
And uh, my favorite two are the two that just kept it the shortest, and they're the two that you would think would keep it the shortest. So Craig T. Nelson, who plays Zeke, of course, said, patience, definitely patience. Mm-hmm. And it speaks to his character. He's always been so patient with his kids and his grandkids, even when they do completely idiotic things. But I have to say, I think my favorite of all is uh, Max Burkholder, who plays Max. Um, and he says that family will always be there for you, no matter what. So simple. Such you a know, Braverman thing, every, too. Yeah. And everyone, people tell you that all the time. But when I think about his character kind of saying this, and his family has truly supported everything he's done and been through, it's just so, it, just a sweet little tidbit from him. Yeah, and my favorite part of that article um, were actually the female responses yeah. from the show. You know, Bonnie Bedelia, she said, communication in marriage really goes a long way because she herself has been in a really long loving relationship and she says communication works and Mm -hmm. then even erica christensen from her character you know communication helps relationships so by extension helps marriages Mm -hmm. as well and then you know monica potter and lauren graham they said uh family will always be there and you know if you're having a hard time or a hard day whatever you grab gather group of friends and family and something good will come out of it. There you go. And I I really, I really did love that article. It's available on Hollywood Reporter. Yes. All right. So let's get to predictions. Predictions. And now, your After Buzz TV predictions. You're first. (laughs) We saw a lot in the previews. (laughs) But, Kelly, what do we think of the luncheonette? Um, going to get sold? Yes. I'm going to say no. I think they're going to I think they're going to madly succeed with the luncheonette. Don't know how, don't know why, what happens, but um I think something great is going to happen. I think everything positive is going to happen with everyone else besides Zeke. I think the Amber is going to have a beautiful, healthy child. Um mm-hmm. I think Sarah and Hank will I, I don't know if they can get married in a matter of However many weeks it's, you know, to the finale. Well, but like in, in parenthood oh, okay. time. Yeah. Sure. Um, but I think they're going to be engaged and end on a happy note and Joel and Julia are going to get back together. Um, I just think everything positive is going to happen except for losing Zeke and I think that'll all bring everyone together. It'll be a bittersweet ending. Yeah, yeah, for sure. As far as the luncheonette goes, I completely agree with you. I think it's going to be, I think they're going to keep it, keep it as the luncheonette, but just a semi throw a wrench in there. I I think that's going to happen. But I could also see Crosby, you know, them figuring out a way for Crosby to keep it on, maybe get another partner, and then Adam kind of go his own way and do his own thing. Because mm-hmm. he's always been, I mean, he, of course, has loved being a part of the luncheonette, but it is, you know, he does have a larger family, or oh, I guess he has the same size family. No, a, one, one kid extra than <laughs> Crosby has, but... um. You know, he just has a different mindset. So I could see that kind of, I definitely think the luncheonette will stay to be the luncheonette. But mm-hmm. maybe it could go Minus in a Adam. different way. Yes. Yeah. I was going to say this, the same thing. Because we did see in the preview that Adam still wants out, but Crosby wants in. And mm-hmm. I think Adam, given his experience, he knows how to run business businesses he can always leave and start another business or I just don't whatever. know if we have enough time to see that though we might I mean we so? we had enough time in this episode to even explore the option of selling and how they would sell and dissolve True. the company mm-hmm. and if they go that way then 
We'll see. Yeah. I the luncheon that's not going to go anywhere though. I no. don't think so because that that has become an iconic place in the Braverman story as well. Yeah. Yes. And and we even we saw like a little timeline in tonight's episode of all the pictures mm-hmm. from Amber. We're going to see more of that in next week's episode. Yeah. Just of every Braverman cast. And we hear the voiceover from Zeke saying 72 years of memories. He's going down his past and he's looking back. Mm. He's reminiscing. (laughs) He is. Amber is the biggest mystery at this point to me um, as far as what's going to happen because we haven't seen Ryan in a really long time. I don't even know. Yeah, I don't even know if they'll go there as far as like what she'll do. Um, But she's. I don't know, something about her is just mysterious to me at this point. Um, I think they will go the obvious, like, oh, she has her baby, everything's great route. But, you know, I feel like we also want to know a little more than that. So I, yeah. I wonder if they'll do, like, you know, after whatever the big shebangus happens, if they will, if they would do, like, a flash forward. I don't know. Those are kind of cheesy, so I don't know if they would do that. Flash but, forward? Yeah. First like, we'll oh. flash back into their history and their past. Right. And then we'll flash forward after Zeke passes. That might be, like, That'd a be quick good. way to sum everything up with, oh, you see Sarah and Hank, Sarah walking down the aisle, and mm-hmm. then yeah. you see Joel and Julia... I don't know what you would Maybe show for Maybe having another baby. Having. Oh, my god, Having another baby. Oh, oh that's just, god. like, heaven to me. Maybe. Wow. I do know something, but I won't say anything. <gasps> okay, you cannot leave us what? here hanging. Only. Did you learn this? At the I learned this episode? over. I learned this over a break. I learned something big happens to Joel and Julia family wise. Oh my god! That's all, that is all. Wait, 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 can I you tell know. us if it's a positive thing? Or it's positive. Okay, so you're that right. Is, I'm you're right. Yeah, yes. okay, wow. that is you're all brilliant. I know, and that is all I will tease. Let me be Joel because I could get in trouble <laughs> um, for saying false things. No, uh, no, nothing. But false like you said, I would love to see a flash forward and just see where everyone how they have moved on with their lives. Mm-hmm. And you can probably do that. Pretty quickly, really after, fast. After yeah. Yeah. Zeke passes away, and they end on a baseball diamond. So we're all yep. there. We're all, <laughs> we're all there. playing baseball without yeah. Zeke. We're yep. this, we're there. That's he's it. he's done. All of us are there. Yep. All right. Well, thank oh you everyone gosh. for listening. Don't forget to comment and rate and subscribe on iTunes and YouTube. Leave your comments and suggestions below. Tell us how you love Parenthood and what you love to see in the next three episodes that we have left. Bye. Tell us how much you don't want the show to end, because we certainly don't. And where can everyone keep following you and talk to you about this? Y'all can find me on Twitter and Instagram at April Wissenhant. And you guys can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Kelly Kinez. And you can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Serafini TV. Thank you all for listening. We will see you next week. From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals. 